Welcome to We Think, We Talk, sponsored by Select Care Pharmacy, a pharmacy that is non-retail, but that services the smallest of group homes to the largest of skilled nursing facilities with prompt attention and care and world-class customer service. Welcome back to another episode of We Think, We Talk. Super excited. New year. Pumped up about what's going on in, in the healthcare industry. You know, really coming out of some some hard times, some challenging times for all of our leadership. And we've had many episodes, many great guests uh, on. And, and I'm really excited about the show today. Um, just had an opportunity really within a very short amount of time to meet this gentleman that's our guest today. And I'm very, uh, I'm privileged uh, that you agreed to to come on. But uh, I have Josh Trout. Uh, he is CEO of Encompass Rehabilitation Hospital in Greenville, South Carolina. And um, welcome to the show, Thank first you. of all. Thank you. Um, welcome to the table, yeah, as you. I say. The pleasure's mine. Thank uh, you for letting me be a part of this. Oh, no, this is great. Yeah. Um, I had the opportunity uh, really two weeks ago, roughly, I, yeah. I think. Um, I have a short mind span <laughs> of dates, but uh, got invited. It was a, it was a get-together at uh, the hospital, at uh, Encompass Rehabilitation Hospital, and uh, got to meet you yes. for the first time. Yeah. And... I told a mutual friend of ours, Mark. Yeah, uh, great guy. He, uh, yep, and he, <laughs> you know, literally, he he was on the podcast last week. I saw that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big shoes to fill. Uh, you know, Mark's just a, Mark is a straight shooter. Yeah, and that I love because he he wants to help everybody in the healthcare industry out. And as you and I were just chatting right before, that's so important right now. It, it is. We have to we have to almost lock arms now and be an army. Uh, because when it when it comes down to it, we're all helping the resident, the the patient. Correct. And that's that's where our our goal is. That's where our our core values, everything that we do, leads to that one mm-hmm. patient and the outcome that, that we have. But let me jump back. Let's let, let's let's first talk a little bit about you because yeah, you're you're newer to the upstate. I am yes, and uh, uh, accent yeah, shows. I, I'm, we, I'm, we, I'm trying to get the southern twang. I don't uh, know if I'm doing very well. No, it, you know it's going to happen. Yeah, and, yeah. and you're gonna you know you're gonna be on the phone. Yeah, uh, with with back home, and, <laughs> yeah. and they'll be like, "What is this, y'all? Who are you? Yeah, what happened? Because <laughs> I'm a Yenzer. I'm from Pittsburgh, right? So we say Yens, but I've already changed the Yens, y'all. y'all. I mean, <laughs> and, 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 and it's going to get so funny because it's just it, it's a natural thing that you pick up. It is very and, quickly, and you tend to understand. It's like shorthand. Yeah. It's like what just happened, but now I understood <laughs> everything that was said in the South. Uh, but we're definitely glad to have you. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled um, to be here. I had the opportunity uh, uh, to listen to a podcast that you uh, were invited to do, and it was really good on leadership. Thank you. And, you know, I, I told you right before the show, as they were doing a little sound check, you have solid, solid principles um, already developed in leadership. Thank you. And, you know, I can truly say that you have to be born with, with some of that, mm. and then a lot of it is guided gently and harshly yeah. uh, as you grow in this industry. Yeah. Uh, because this industry is not for the weak. No. Uh, but let's talk about who Josh Trout is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so you're from Pennsylvania. From Pennsylvania. Yeah. Born and raised in, uh, just south of Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. And so so tell me how this started. <clears throat> how, how did healthcare come into 
to your world? Yeah. How was no, that introduced? That, that's a great question. You know, I remember I was uh, uh, 18 years old. I just became a uh, volunteer firefighter. Right. So I uh, got into that. And I remember my very first call was a cardiac arrest. Oh. And I haven't been around the medical side of things, All just right. the fire side. So, you know, I remember responding to this call and watching the paramedics working on this guy and doing the intubation and, you know, pounding on his chest. And right. here I am as 18 years old with my eyes and my jaw on the ground, like, <laughs> what? holy cow, oh, you the know, life. Yeah, the life, yeah. right? And, um, you know, I fell in love with healthcare that second, yes. um, you know, and, and a, a good buddy of mine, Joey Montan was the paramedic at that point. Um, before I knew him, obviously, and uh, we became uh, friends and, and worked on the ambulance together for uh, several years. So I was an EMS for 13 years and a firefighter for 13 years. So um, mainly volunteer for the fire fire department side, but the right. last couple of years I was a uh, part-time paid fireman. So got exposed to a lot. Oh, yes. And and really fell in love with the healthcare industry. But, uh, you know, working in EMS, God bless our first responders. Oh. Just let me throw that out there. Yeah. What these people do day in and day out, they are not recognized like they should. No. And, no. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that are still in it, and I pray for them every day because they, they have a me hard too. task ahead of them. Um, but I said, you know, 13 years of this, I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I don't want to be in the streets anymore. No, no <laughs> you know? I get it. 100%. So, you know, I've always felt as though God put me on this earth to uh, be a leader. Yes. And that's where I started to say, you know what? I love healthcare. Right. I know I don't want to do this piece of it forever. Right. What can I get into? And mm. that's when I really took the track in, into getting my degrees mm -hmm. in healthcare administration to get in more of a leadership role in healthcare. And, and it's just been a true blessing and it's been a, it's been a fun path so far. You know, it's amazing how... Um, you know, in, in some ways of just, you know, meeting you and, and listening to your story a little, uh, you know, there's a lot of similarities, you know, between us that, sure. that, you know, and we've only known each other a short amount of time, Yeah. but nowhere in our, our eight year old imagination <laughs> yeah. would we look at now what we do, you know, because I can, I can tell you at eight years old, I wanted to be the catcher for the Padres. Yeah. And like Benito Santiago was the man. Yeah. Uh, I can remember that. And nowhere in my radar at eight yeah. would be that I, I would ever become a, uh, a, first of all, a nurse. Yeah. That, no. And because, you know, even the textbooks back then, the picture of a nurse was a, a picture of a female with a hat, yeah. with a little white cap. With a white cap. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it really never even. It, it, gave us an indication of, Hey, that's something powerful to be, Absolutely, you know, as, as, as a, as a kid, as a guy, a little boy. Sure. Um, but you know, so I would have never, yeah. but, but it's kind of like you said, our tracks in life, God has that plan. Absolutely. And it's amazing how you step on one stone yeah. and you think you're on that stone. <laughs> and then all of a sudden that was just a stepping stone just for stepping the next. Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you have to you have to realize at that moment, I do a lot that you know when you say a little prayer yeah. or you do something, yeah, some of the things are even insignificant that we're 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 praying so small on something that is so big, so huge, huge, <laughs> and and and, and you, we can't even grasp it. No, but, you we, know. Our, our our mind cannot imagine, and 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 I I, I think that our personalities, soul how we just take on things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, puts us in those roles because like we said, there is, there's a job for everyone. Mm -hmm. 
but leadership in healthcare is not for everyone. Yeah. But um, so, so you, you, you got off the street and what, what I find amazing is too, you being a firefighter, yeah. you know, fire is scary. Okay. Yeah. I, I have buddies that, yeah. that are, that are firemen to this day and that, you know, actually work for the city of Greenville here. Okay. Uh, I always Great do an guys. event. Uh, I've, yeah. I've, I've I've sponsored events, and I I I still do a lot of training for these guys. Yeah, uh, with uh, in dementia care. Okay, uh, because they're first responders Absolutely. to a lot of things. Yeah, but right I I find it so amazing how these guys. A fire is scary. It can do so many things. So your yeah. brain's working, but they have to get in now to the healthcare side of it, mm-hmm. and that's as scary as the fire. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's a it's a different energy level. But it's just it yeah. it takes them on an emotional ride. Absolutely. Uh, but they have to stay focused. So, yeah. like you said, yeah. I, the event that I always uh, I created is called Guns and Hoses. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like kind of took yeah, it. Yeah. But I always wanted to. You know, every community, every facility that I've had the honor of of whether it be opening or consulting for. Yeah. All first responders. Yeah. They, they eat free whenever. Yeah, that's awesome. And I created a safe haven. Yeah, they can come and stop if they need to use the restroom. Yeah, absolutely. If they need to make a phone call to home, good for you, man. That way, you know they have some protection because yeah. the world isn't real friendly. Yeah. Now towards <laughs> first responders. Yeah, especially our police. It, it's a shame. So it's a shame. Yeah. Um. So I I've always created a safe environment. Yeah. Good for, for these you. guys. Well, thank you for that. Uh, it, it, it it was just it yeah. had to be because they were yeah. us. Yeah. Absolutely. They're us. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, that always worked really well, but also a secondary, uh, I had a motive there too. Yeah. If a fire did break out in my building. Oh, they got you. Let me tell you, they know that building inside John now. spot, right? Right. And you know yeah. where the alarms are always? The control panel is always behind the kitchen. When they know where the kitchen is, they know where to go. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> you know, I, I had it covered, right? Yeah. Yeah. And listen, um, in public safety, we love our food. Oh, we love our food. Yeah, that, we love our food. And so, and so <laughs> you know, and, and I find the patients love to yeah. see- uh, our our uh, women and men uh, first Absolutely. responders in yeah. in the building. Absolutely interacting. Yeah, it, it's like a yeah. they light up. It's yeah. like a you know a piece of them. Yeah. But but yeah. so so you you get off the street and the leadership hits and and yeah. what I, I I've a little digging a little information. I know you went into the hospice world. I did. Yes. And. Whew. That's another emotional roller coaster. Oh, like my goodness, you, you know, firefighting was rough. Now you just jumped into something that yeah. is a whole nother level. It, it is. It is. It it is a, a emotional roller coaster working with hospice. You know, and mm. and it's hard because in that role I was in what was called an ex- account executive. Yes. You know, so basically it's a sales role. Yes. And you sit there and you tell people, you know, what do you do for a living? Uh, I sell hospice. <laughs> yes. Like, Excuse me? No, I know. You know, and, and uh, it, it was probably one of the most challenging uh, positions I ever had, mm-hmm. you know, because <clears throat> there is, uh, there's a reason behind it. There's yeah. two reasons, right? Reason behind it is to give uh, people what they deserve at the end of their life, yes. right? Uh, to be able to be at their home, uh, pain-free, hopefully, mm-hmm. peaceful mm-hmm. with their family, but there's also a business piece of it, right? right. Where it is a business uh, perspective uh, of healthcare, and also for myself making a living. So, right. you know, it was very hard 
um, it was a mental game in so many capacities, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? No, I know. You know, so I wanted to make a lot of money for my for my life and for right. my my family, right? Um, but I didn't want to come off as wanting to make money off of people going on hospice, right? right? So there was that piece, but my goodness, the emotional piece of it for people that you know they're going through the worst moments of their life, mm-hmm. and I think that that is where I, as account executive at that point, tried to to sell per se mm-hmm. we celebrate someone being born yes and we mourn death yes it should be celebration celebration oh, correct you know and i think that's one thing that hospice really brings into play and, mm-hmm. and i think people have always tried to be so far away from it because it's a bad word that means death right right it and and it does they you're right it, it has a negative connotation you got it and and, and i i completely agree with that mm-hmm. but you know, what does that mean for the, the, the loved one that's dying that you don't want to be in a hospital. You don't want to be in a nursing home per se, right? You want to be in your home. You Mm -hmm. want to be with your family. You want to die with dignity, Mm -hmm. um, and pain free. And it was one of the most amazing opportunities, um, while stressful Mm -hmm. to, to have moments like that with families and our patients and, um, just play a a part in celebrating their life at the, the, you know, it was a it was a great opportunity in my career. In my career too, it was a, it was huge. It, it was such a learning curve mm-hmm. for me because you know you use the word celebrate and that's you know spot on because I've had so many hospice patients in my career yeah. that I've honored. I've I've, I've held their hand at the mm-hmm. last minute. Mm-hmm. Isn't that powerful? It, it it is. It teaches you an unspoken word. Oh my! Yeah. There's you know. I love to talk. You love to talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We would not do what we do if we did not. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But I had more meaning in my life so many times with a touch of a hand and the word was never spoken. Yeah. Um, And you can feel their soul leaving their body at that moment. They, I knew that for whatever reason or another, you know, family could have been astray out of town, a million different reasons, right? Yeah. Yeah. I knew they knew, even nonverbal. Yeah, they were not alone. Yeah, and mm. but it also taught me something too at a very young age that that if we're not in the healthcare industry, mm-hmm. I think we fight this. Mm. Um, where I d- I don't have that burden. Yeah. anymore. Amen. I know that what you and I have in front of us is a temporary shell. Yeah, completely just temporary. Yeah, and. You know, I'm. I, I don't. We're running the space. <laughs> we we're, we're literally. Yeah. I almost feel that we're here protecting what was created. Yeah, yeah. And and we have to leave because yeah. somebody better has to come. Sure. And and yeah. and and if you look at history, I mean, yeah, we've progressed as yeah. people. Absolutely. And that's not by chance. It's not. It, it this this is a this is a, uh, a a wonderful design. Yeah. Um, but but I I read something. That really is powerful. Uh, Andy Andrews, I'm, I don't know if you're familiar with. No. Uh, incredible author. If you ever just have an opportunity, some of his books are okay. just yeah. am- amazing lessons. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And not only moral lessons, business lessons. I mean, he just puts so much out there. And I respect him as an author and a person. He's just yeah. awesome. Um, but but he but he says, and, and, and I'm probably not quoting it perfectly, but the day you're born is is the day you have permission to die. Mm. 
Wow, that's powerful. And hmm. you you have to look at it that way. So the takeaway that I got from working with hospice patients yeah. is the fear that I don't have to live with. Hmm. I don't. When I wake up in the morning, I'm not fear. That's one less fearful thing that I, I'm not scared of. Yeah. Of death. Yeah. Because I understand that it's a reality. It is. Yeah. And a hospice service that, like you said, you had to get past the guilt of, because you've got to make a living. You do. A power company does not care where you work. Right. As long right. as you send them the check. <laughs> you got it. I've learned yeah. that. Yeah. You know, um, no matter how good you are yeah. as a, of a person, yeah. the power bill is the power bill. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But you you quickly learn the multi layers of hospice, the team, mm-hmm. the chaplain services, the social mm-hmm. workers, the nurses, the CNAs, the caregivers, the the I, ca- I call it the multi tiered cake. Yeah, that is the finest cake ever made. Yeah, yeah. That not only the patient, but what it can do for a family because a lot we speak about this on the show for some reason. This comes up a lot. People outside of healthcare don't realize that we have to deal with family dynamics. <laughs> and really, we do. <laughs> we, I, yeah. I, I've never. Uh, no, you I've never experienced ne- that never, yet. Never. No, no. <laughs> and it's it's it, imagine family dynamics that are already tense oh. at the worst possible moment. Mm. You're now engaging. Yeah. And if is if it wasn't for that perfect layer, mm-hmm. it was. I call it the white glove touch. Right. Mm-hmm. It really. Sometimes the patient is the easiest person. Right. Yeah. Normally the care is not so much for the patient. It, it becomes for, for the, the, the family. family. The, yeah. the, the the patients, became, they've become accepting of reality. Yeah. And, you know, people can believe what they want to believe. Sure. Absolutely. But I have, I have personally witnessed people become at peace mm. with the situation. Absolutely. And almost feel it. ready to go. Yep. Eager. Yeah. And, and that's powerful. Yeah. Because we had we have two jobs, it leads you to now kind of takes you out of the hospice world. We're yeah. going to move past that for yeah. a minute. Yeah. Now you're helping people rehabilitate themselves. Yes. Because we're not looking at the end, mm-hmm. we're looking at trying to find a new beginning or a new normal. Yeah. For them, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Um. And that, for you. Getting to see the 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 firefighting, the what I call the boots on the ground of because you know first responding is not pretty. No, it's not. It's 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 such an emotional thing to see yeah. that movies. You know, it it I almost tell you know my kids have known since early in yeah. life. Yeah, a movie is just that. That's not reality. It's not reality. Okay. <laughs> you know, a gun doesn't go bang and somebody just goes, oh, it, 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 no. things don't work that way. No, it's not pretty. Um, but there has to be those that can yeah. deal with the situation. But now it, it's amazing because you've seen both sides of it. So now you're taking that same energy yeah. and compassion yeah. and putting it into a hospital that rehabilitates people. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you from my experience of being at your hospital. Yes. First thing that's awesome that I had to give this to, to corporate. Yeah. 
location. Oh, yeah. They're, oh. they're genius. I mean, listen, <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if you're not familiar, and, and I know your hospital will have patients come from a multi-state. Oh, yeah. All yeah, right, without do. a doubt. Yeah. I don't care if you're not familiar with the upstate. You can find your hospital easily. Yes. Um, and I, I right off when when you when you see somebody put some, a finite detail just into location, yeah. Then you already know that everything else is really going to be thought out. Yeah. So, yeah. I got to come into your hospital. Yes. And uh, what a lot of listeners don't know, and and I think I may have shared with you, but probably didn't really have time, and. I'm just recovering from a full quad tear. Yeah, you said that. All right, so even walking now, it, now I'm at the point where the strength verdict, you know, the leg is, you know, I'm walking fine, I'm doing, but this leg is much weaker because it's sure. having to catch back up, right? Right. This has been a seven-month yeah. deal. And your whole body's out of whack now oh, because yeah. of it. Oh, yeah, everything. Yeah. And, you know, it, you do everything from weight gain to, <laughs> to I mean, just it, it's there. Yeah. You know? I think that's we, just healthcare. Uh, yes. The weight gain is just from healthcare. Well, yeah, yeah. I started at 153 pounds, so we, go. we won't yeah. go there. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but inside, when, I, when, I, when I got inside your hospital and after – the mingle with, with other healthcare professionals, mm-hmm. you know, which was really good to see again. Yes. Refreshing. Uh, because it, people don't know how closed up we've been and yeah. we're social animals yeah. and for us not to be able to engage. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough for me. Yeah. But after everybody dispersed a little bit and I got to take a tour. Yeah. One thing that I noticed that, I haven't shared with anybody. I just wanted to tell you personally. Okay. In many hospitals and facilities, mm-hmm. you call it what you want. Mm-hmm. I can tell right away if you have victims or owners. Mm. Mm. And your hospital has a lot of owners. That makes me so happy. And that was so refreshing to me. Yeah. Because... There's so many times that that I'm asked to come to a community to speak on something. Yeah. And I'm not there five minutes, and there's employees, and they're already telling me, let me tell you what management does mm. that we don't like, because they know I'm there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hearing everything about everybody or, or, or the technology or something. Yeah. But I've not heard them take responsibility for anything. Thing. Yeah. And that's that's a problem. In your hospital, right away, the first thing, and, and I pointed this out though, I had you, you had two people from your dietary department. They were happy. They're eating their own food. Yeah, which is great by the okay. way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The food and, is amazing. Well, two things to let me know, and I've been this a long time. If they're eating what they're preparing for the residents yeah. themselves, yeah. hey. That right there <laughs> shows on. you it's good. That's it. And they also had a, a sense of the ownership. Yeah. Because they they took pride, and when I even spoke to them just briefly on this, that, yes, we prepared it. We cooked it. Yeah. They took ownership of it. Oh, yeah. And then we got a tour. And honestly, 
Um, I did not take the name because I should have, but I I was trying to follow Mark. Yeah. And Mark does not understand what a quad tear means. Yeah. Ooh, he's just moving, right? <laughs> Got to go slow. I'm like, come on now. Yeah. But everybody that engaged mm. me, and you have a lot of employees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody made eye contact within 30 feet. Mm. Okay. And see, I look at these things. Mm. I have a rule. You ever heard of the 60-30 rule? I have, actually, yes. All right. Yeah. The Marriott taught me this yeah. years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. You gain eye contact in a community, a yeah. hospital, any healthcare setting, somebody within 60 feet, because that's a person that you don't know. Right, right. All right. So there's many reasons for that contact. Usually it's because we're lost. Mm -hmm. In my case, I need to find a bathroom. Within 30 feet of that 60, if you're still coming towards me, it's time to speak. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Good afternoon. That's it. Engage. Yes. Don't put your head down. Walk away. Don't avoid. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a small one-second relationship has started. Instantly. And it could be as simple as, could you just tell me how to get to yeah. wherever? Yeah. Could you show me where the gymnasium is for the yeah. rehab? Could you show me where room so-and-so <clears throat> is? And your your staff right away, they not only wanted to show me, they led me there mm -hmm. and handed me off mm -hmm. to someone else before they left me. Mm -hmm. I was never left alone in your hospital. That's awesome. That is incredible. That's that's uh, what I call world class service. Oh, There's you. a difference. Um, I what I do for a living besides this show. I work for a non-retail pharmacy that mm -hmm. sponsors this show. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. A select care pharmacy. Yeah. So we service <clears throat> hospitals like yourself, smallest of independent. Sure. But we pride ourselves off world-class customer service. Yeah. So I have to always be attuned mm. for that. Mm -hmm. Your hospital has it. Well, thank you. And so I, I told my wife when I got home <laughs> and my, my wife, my wife has a career in healthcare. She's a utilization manager for a hospital, uh, okay? Yeah, yeah. So for me to tell her, yeah, hey, if I get injured again, yeah, listen, I know where I want you to, to call. That's I, awesome. I know where I need to go. That's awesome. And I truly meant it because I said, you know, location, <clears throat> these folks were owners, not victims. Mm -hmm. And I could tell by the style you had so many owners that when an employee does come, a new employee, mm -hmm. But is a victim for whatever reason has made themselves a victim, worked somewhere else, did yeah. not have the leadership that guide them properly. Yeah. They quickly will become owners. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you don't have to carry that burden all by yourself. No. Because you have a team. You got it. You um, got it. And then I want you know, I want to talk about the you know, I really want people to know about this hospital. Sure. sure. That that's a huge reason I ask you. But thank you. One thing I saw in there that I, let's talk about for a minute. Cause this was cool. Okay. Yeah. Not only did you have everything that you would need to rehab from my home to my kitchen, to the bathroom, mm -hmm. to the bed. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything, the coolest thing I've ever seen. You have a car. We have a car that with keys. Yes. You're, you're giving independence offering. Yeah. You're not taking away. No. Do, that is so refreshing. Yeah. So many people, especially seniors mm -hmm. in our world, <clears throat> think that when they hear you broke a hip, 
Yeah. Or you broke your shoulder, something traumatic. Yeah. That that's the end of their independence. Right. They have to see that gym for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you call it the gym. Yeah. And that has to be refreshing to them to see that. Sure. There's my world. Yeah. And that's what we try to do there. That's we try to bring their world to them. How how did that concept come to be? How did how did your corporate and everybody put that together to say, yeah. hey, this is why we want to be different? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I think that, you know, Encompass Health is the uh leader in the market, mm-hmm. right? For for rehab services. And uh we have some of the most talented people from therapists to uh, uh, healthcare leaders to uh, clinical staff, they've done such a tremendous job in identifying those people with the right vision, the right understanding of what makes a rehab special and provides our patients with every resource to get them home. Yes. Right. Um, They just got the secret sauce, man. They just really do. I mean, we have 147 hospitals nationally. Right. We're, we're building five to ten new hospitals per year. In fact, in 2022, we're building twenty uh, a twelve new hospitals. That's excuse correct. me. So, <clears throat> you know, uh, something's working. Something's working. You know, and it starts from the top, right? Yes. So our CEO Mark Tar, spot on, great guy. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, what's really cool about him, and I think that that we'll talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. Is it is about the culture too right. that helps lead all that to success, and you know. If Mark was sitting here right now, mm-hmm. it would be no different than you and me sitting here. Right. And that's pretty special. Right. One thing I know that the feeling that I got right away in, in talking with you and listening to uh, your story some is in in some corporate structures, mm-hmm. they hire you as a CEO or a yeah. leader. Yeah. But don't let you lead. No, you're just an administrator, and, you know, assistant. <laughs> and 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 and, and yeah. believe me, in my career, I, in, I've been very lucky. Uh, I had an incredible mentor, Norman Pulliam, uh, Beacon, and then Beacon Communities. They were they were in conjunction with each other. Yeah, they hired me to do a job to lead. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes they would question, "What's your?" motive right where are you going with this because i don't work inside the box usually right Right. um but they would let me do it they trust me yeah to to know the vision yeah and get them there right Uh, to 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 stay on it even though i'm going off of a path brad markaby uh, used to tell me he he was my boss for many years okay Mm -hmm. and uh brad's retired he retired as a a vp uh, of a big corporation and and he told me he said you ride that dirt bike with the back tire in the valley mm-hmm. and the front tire. We're not sure where it's going to go. Yeah. But we like it because oh, yeah. you keep it interesting. Yeah. You, you change up how we need to get somewhere. We thought we knew. Right. But regionally, even even by city, mm. things need to be different. Yeah. Um, and I always appreciate that. And I feel like that your company embraces – their employees to, to be the culture. They do. They do. You know, they, they give us the tools, Yes. right? They give us the structure. Um, we are a large corporation, yes. but we are ran as a very small community hospital. Can feel it. So, I mean, and that's absolutely. special. And that, and that takes a lot to get that down. Yes. You know, because I work for other big corporations that just simply could not do that. No. Um, they, they have the secret sauce. Yes. So, you know. Well, I have, think the secret sauce is you guys. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they seem to be really good at hiring independent thinkers. 
I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and I would imagine I haven't had the yeah. opportunity to be on a conference call, Yeah. but I can almost think that the conference call, if you were to interject, mm-hmm. everybody would stop and listen. They do. They do. That's respect that, for one another. That's huge. You know, even amongst us as CEOs, we yes. re- respect one another. There's a friendly competition there. Sure. <clears throat> but we support if if I come up with a process yeah. that's working, I share it. Oh. And other CEOs do that as well. And that's refreshing, right? Yes. Because it's about all of us. So no, absolutely. And and going back to the gym, you know, <clears throat> we have therapists that have really dug into if somebody has a particular injury or illness. What will it take to get them back to where they were before that time in their life or as close to? Exactly. And that's where on a daily basis they're finding new technology, right? Oh, we have we have robots. We have the, the car. Your you know, cognitive. The cognitive, yeah. That blew my mind. That's yeah. I, I, it's wild, right? I, we, we don't have time to even describe no. this. <laughs> we don't. But yeah. But I can just tell you, in the in if if I had that at the beginning of my career, yeah, a lot of battles would have been won early, uh, be, because it's so finite. It, yeah. It's really narrowed itself down to work to help the process. You're not trying to hold the process back. No. You're not trying to elongate the process. Mm-mm. You've got the technology to in the appropriate amount of time to to not. I don't want to use the word expedite because that's always scary in our industry. Right. But you're not, as we used to say, holding it for as long as possible because you're wanting them to progress. Yeah. And that's the goal. I mean, that's that's awesome as a hospital because it's not just another patient. No. It's, it, it was, it was so individual, but, but back to the gym, I stopped when, because where my forte is dementia okay. and, 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 you know, with cognitive, incognitive, sure. Sure. um, I've dealt with everything from alcohol induced dementia, young yeah. Yeah. Mm. to, to, to anything you can imagine. Yeah. And I saw this and that even sparked me because we're not talking small dollars of an no. investment here. <laughs> no. We're talking a very high tech, mm. very expensive, intricate to every detail yeah. gym. I yeah. mean, it was it was the best that I've seen to date. Thank you. Um, and it, it just and the the people mm. they were engaged. They're awesome, aren't they? Well, it's, and it starts at the leadership, right? It, so Chris, and not, that's not talking about me. I'm no. talking about Chris. He was awesome. Daughtry, right? Yes. Chris Daughtry is my director of therapy operations. And, and this I, guy. I, I remember the name because I mean, look, Chris Daughtry. You I got goosebumps. That's right. why I think about this guy. Yes. His story. I was going to ask you about this. It has to be know, a story there. He, he for some of the, those that, that don't know Chris, you know, he was in an accident real early in his life. And, um, you know, he is uh, paraplegic and mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And talk about somebody that just said, I'm not going to let this defeat me. And he became a therapist, occupational therapist. Mm-hmm. And he has been with Encompass for many, many years and many, and has worn, worn several hats. He's been a CEO, mm-hmm. he's been a director of therapy. Um, you know, he has been a regional. And what this man brings from uh, a skill level mm. is unbelievable. But from a personality mm-hmm. standpoint, 
I could not be any more blessed to have that man on my team. I would agree. Because what he brings to the table for our patients, for his staff, which by the way, I have never in my life in the healthcare, the years I've been in healthcare, have seen a therapy department like he has. I was, I was, and that's there because of him. Very, very short amount of time. Yeah, and it was evident that that is his gym. Oh yeah, and the respect and oh. the mutual respect that is shown. You know, you 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 see the respect of him as the leader. Yeah, in that gym. Yep, and you see him give that back. Oh yeah, in so many ways. Yeah, and. You know, he met me yeah. in the gym yep. and introduced himself yep. and showed me mm. his gym. Yep. And I walked away going, oh, if I could have an hour with this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is valuable time. He has knowledge. Yeah. Oh. And he has the dedication and he wants yeah. to help. Yeah. And he's excited about what he has. Oh, he's, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you're already winning mm. when when – you're thinking about work tomorrow mm. and it's, you know, work's work. Yeah. We, there's that element of work that we all have like, Oh, it's yeah. work. Yeah. But an owner doesn't get, they don't use the word that I am overwhelmed. Right. We no. don't know that word. We don't. We know. Okay. How am I going to accomplish the task of 10 jobs today? Mm-hmm. And I had seven yesterday. Yeah. We just think about it. Yeah. And we'll figure it out and we'll use our resources for it. Mm-hmm. He seemed to be that guy. Oh. He had multiple things happening. And here's what was impressive. He knew what was happening with each person in that oh, gym. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, He's very in tune oh, with everything. Okay. <clears throat> Chris knows the stuff. He knows everything. Yeah. And I have to literally kick that man out of this hospital every once in a while. I'm like, Chris, go home. He just, he just, he just drives you. I mean, he just, you come into work and if you're having that bad day, he'll come in with a big smile on his face and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go conquer the world today. I mean, he's just, he's just, uh, his, his personality is just infectious. Oh, it was. Well, you know, uh, Mark was, t- Mark just happened to mention to him, you know, who I was walking with. Yeah. Uh, he's, oh, Andy, he had the, uh, the quad tear and he looked, he got excited, like, yeah, he's like, let's I'm get like, to work. Uh, let's get to work. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I, uh, not today, but, uh, yeah, I, but I could yeah. tell, you know, it was, it, but it was instant. His brain went like, instant. instant. I, I can work with that. Yep. You know, yep. and, and, and then let's go past that gym for a minute. Cause I, yeah. it, you know, I, I beg people to come see this. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, have to come do. see this because yeah. I can't, I can't give it enough, but you have patient rooms. Yes. All right. Let's let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. We know rehab and and you have a rehab hospital. But it but it's individually catered. It feels after that time because Chris is going to wear you out in that gym. Mm. I'm I'm going to mm. let you know that. That that oh, you're going to work. You're going to work. <laughs> you're going to you're going to earn your badge. Oh yeah. But th- the recovery times yeah that you get to have for the meals yeah. and then in the room and the care that's beyond that gym yeah those folks that I got to interact with and this yep. was only for a short period of time so you you had you have three shifts of this okay yep um they're they're with it oh yeah they understand their mission oh yeah um and they seemed to be naturally Friendly people. They are. 
So I wanted to ask you about your hiring. So I'm smiling because you're saying things, you know, as a leader, you have a vision. Yes. And you implement those, those pieces, right, of the hiring process and how you're going to set up a culture and you hope that it works out the way you think it's going to work, right? right? And even as a as a leader, sometimes you're biased, right? And you, oh. you see through your lenses. Yes. And you're like, yeah, it is working. But you really don't know, no. right, until other people come into your hospital right. and see it. So, you know, that the things that you're mentioning is really exciting. So the hiring process. Yes. You know, so the first thing I have done with myself when I hired my leadership team, mm-hmm. um, and I've asked them when they hired everybody else throughout the hospital, we're hiring the person. Mm-hmm. Not the skill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now listen, if you're a nurse, you mm-hmm. have to have a nursing degree. Yeah. Right? All right. You gotta have that. Yeah. Um skill's important, no doubt. All right. But I had them focus in on the human being more than the skill set. Because you can teach skills, mm-hmm. but you can't teach somebody to be a good person. Yeah. Right? No. And we live in a world where unfortunately there's some not so good people out there. That's correct. Right. So we have to go and find those people that align with what our culture is, mm-hmm. what our vision is. And if they don't fit that mold, they could be the best nurse, the best therapist, the best doctor in all of the United States. Mm-hmm. I don't want them on my team. No. I don't want them. No. Doesn't mean they're a bad person. No. They're just not right for us. And you said your team. See, and that's ownership. Mm-hmm. That's important yeah. because you have the vision of your team. Yes. Yeah. And, and just because, you know, not to interrupt. No, do, yeah, please but, do. But I've always had this theory of my team. Everybody that should be driving yeah. has a driver's license, yep. we would hope. <laughs> yeah. It does not mean that I want to ride with everybody that has a driver's license. Right. Some people don't mind riding with some of those people that I would not ride with. Exactly. But that's my personal preference. Correct. And that's my team. Correct. Uh, because I have to have some security to let me be a person. Yeah. Not just a leader. Yeah. But to also be a person. Yeah. With my leadership team. Yeah. Because unfortunately, we as leaders, mm-hmm. and when we have a close leadership team, mm-hmm. they will within time see our weaknesses. Yeah. Because mm. we all have them. All of us. So what we had to do at the very beginning is to get a trust mm-hmm. in the person yeah. to know that even with our weaknesses, we will still be respected and they will help us in our weaknesses. Right. And then that's where the team and the chain link comes into play. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I have created some teams that are family. Yeah. I mean. I, no, I get it. Literally, they have saw my children grow up. I I, I, I right. don't work with them daily now. Right. They still call my children. Yeah. What's going on at college? What are you doing? Yeah, that's awesome. And they became when I I didn't have to use the term going to work mm-hmm. because it was sort of like going to my other home. I I, I feel you. I know it what was you mean. just because yeah. I could walk in and be just as casual with I knew I knew who I worked with. Yeah, everybody that yeah. I worked with. It's great when you like Mondays, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. because, but in our world, yeah. Sunday looks like Monday sometimes, oh, Saturday, yeah, you know, yeah. but it's nice to know that you're going to walk in and be receptive, even in a bad case, because let's be honest, your CEO, yeah. if your phone rings at 2 a.m., oh yeah, let me tell you, it's not just to tell you how wonderful your hospital is. No, not at all. Okay. So yeah. I know this. Yeah. 
But isn't it nice to know that the person on the other end at 2 a.m. is giving you the information clear and concise Absolutely. just as you needed it? Absolutely. So you don't have to waste time trying to play uh, mm. what we do, hide and seek. Yeah. You're literally yeah. able to focus and, and get yeah. action started immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that started with your hiring process. Yeah, yeah. So, And, and if I can go, add to that yes, a little bit please. more is, you know, that process takes, it, it has positive and negative to mm-hmm. it. <clears throat> the negative is, is if you're hiring somebody that might not have as strong as a skill set, you're going to have to take a little bit more time to teach them, to mold them. And I think that's where we go wrong. Right. We want the easy peasy, come in, get the job done. Right. And that's why the outcomes aren't great. Right. That's why your quality is not that good. Right. That's why your turnover is high. Yes. That's why your retention is low. Right. So we have to bring the right personality in and know that with that might not be the strongest of skill sets, but we have to buy into them. If they're buying into us, we have to buy into them and give them those resources to make their skill level be where they need to be, mm-hmm. right? So I think that there's people kind of go away from that sometimes because of the fear of the extra work. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do that, right? And and I have been blessed with a unbelievable leadership team yes. and middle management team that they do that. They'll take those extra moments with our staff. Right. Right. It's a good frustrating at times. Sure. I mean, who, who's going to say that it doesn't get frustrating. Right. But we still take it and we, we try to, to mold those employees where they need to be. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, two things that I like to talk about that yes. really made me happy was you talked about how people are looking at you walking down the hallways and yes. the ownership. I think where we have been very fortunate when we do our orientation, mm-hmm. I'm the first one to present to the orientation. So, so important. Yes. Yes. And so we'll at, let me back up a little bit. I mandate that every one of my leaders, we are inside of that room 10 minutes before the orientees arrive. Yes. So when they walk in, they see us all standing there as one unit. Mm-hmm. Then we all introduce one another in front of them as a team, and then everybody disperses from there. Right. And then they come back for their piece. I think it's very important for them to see that leadership and that that one team mm-hmm. from the very beginning, right? The unification is, you, yes. Bingo, right? So I've actually talked about the core values. That's what my role is for mm-hmm. in orientation and, and the vision of uh, and the culture of Encompass Health, but specifically to Greenville Yes, and what we're trying to build in this hospital. So two things that I've asked them is, number one, heads up, eyes up. So I've been in hospitals before that have been in a very bad place. <laughs> yes. And one of the first things that I implemented in those hospitals were I want you to walk through the halls with your heads up and your eyes up. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done <clears throat> a disservice, I think, to our clinicians. We have taught them, we're currently in school teaching them to be task-oriented. Yes. So when you're doing a task and you have a checklist, you're normally not listening or paying attention to anything but that checklist. No, and I'm I'm as guilty as sin. We all are. You yeah. know, and it doesn't make you a bad person. It's just how the human right. brain works. Right. You have a task list, you're going to be focused on that. So- we have already set ourselves behind, right? All right. So I've asked them, I'm not asking you to stop and have a full-blown conversation all the time, yeah. but can you walk through the hallways, keep your heads up? Nobody wants to see the top of your head. No. And yes, we all have masks on right now. I get that. But when you smile, you still see it in your eyes. You do. Smile. You can hear Keep your, your heads up. Say hello. How mm-hmm. are you? How's your day? Mm-hmm. Can I help you with anything? And I, I have 
not only asked them to do that, but I told them it is an expectation in my hospital. And that's and it was so evident. <clears throat> so that that makes me happy because it, it made they all me feel in. great. I mean, it, because maybe it's my years as a manager. Yeah. Um, but I did not know that hospital. Yeah. I was a genuine. Yes, I'm in healthcare. Yeah. They didn't know this. I had a badge on, but I, yeah. I, from 60 feet, you could not read who I was. Right. Nor did it matter. Right. Um, it could be anything from um, I'm the food service guy to the to the the pest control man to yeah. to the owner of Encompass Health. Yeah. We don't know, right? Does not matter. It doesn't matter. Um, and it was so refreshing to see that because it made me want to explore more. Yeah. It did not make me feel unwelcome. Yeah, it's inviting. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I think about that from I always bring it back to the approach of the patient. See, I'm not. See, I knew that I had the opportunity to leave when I wanted, sure, and go get in the car, yeah, and go to wherever I was going home, mm-hmm. do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. P- patients that are coming in, they yeah. don't have that opportunity, yeah. But just to have those heads up approach, or ha- excuse me, have the heads up approach, yeah, the welcoming smile and the voice, yeah, really takes so much off. Mm. Of 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 the already the anticipation the the they're they're nervous. Yeah, I think from a pharmacy side, you probably do not realize how many amounts of clonopin or or uh, sedatives that you don't have to give because you have implemented that. Hundred uh, percent. You you've taken that which is a fall hazard. Yeah. I mean you, you've <laughs> yeah. you've helped. Yeah. You've already helped. Yeah. Um, you know, but. One thing that I've also learned, and and I think this is in your approach, that I was listening to you talk just a moment ago, and, and I was listening to your other podcast, mm. and I don't know if this has ever been brought to your attention, mm. but I think this is something that, that you do, that we fail at in leadership a lot, and I don't think you failed here. Let's say you take an employee because you hire the person. Right. And and I'm going to use me or you as an example. Sure. Let's say when we were in school, mm-hmm. we had, say, five core subjects. Yeah. And let's say four of them we were really strong at. Yeah. But we were really horrible at math. Mm-hmm. The person leading us, whether it be our parents or our guardian, whoever it was in our life teacher. Yeah. They had two choices how to guide us at that point. Correct. They could have been if, if let's say, Aunt Betty came in mm-hmm. and said, how's Andy doing in school? Well, you know, he's doing great, but his math, his math, we have to really work on that. He just can't get it. Yeah. It's, it's, he's, he's weak in math. Well, I'm instantly going to go into a shell. Yep. I'm going to become a victim. Mm. I am now, I don't feel empowered because all of a sudden, yeah, you spoke on four other subjects, but you highlighted the one I was not good on. Right. Now, what I call advanced leadership, some people want to call it a, a, a modern way of thinking. Mm-hmm. I call it uh, necessary. Yeah. Is you chose to take the other route. Yeah. You chose to say, you know, Andy, he, he has done so well in school mm-hmm. in these four subjects. And yeah, 
that report card showed that he was a little weak in math. Mm-hmm. But I know if he can conquer those other four subjects, math is going to be – he's going to easily pick that up. So yep. I'm not worried about it. Yep. I'm just going to help him where I need to. But he's so good in school because he's really killing those four subjects. Yeah. You chose to highlight, which did not put somebody in a shell. Mm-hmm. It it let them expand to grow. Mm-hmm. You left that room open mm-hmm. not to not to take and highlight what is our weakness. Right. You've highlighted their positive attributes, yeah. which in turn allows your employee that may be at ground level. Yeah. You have now given them the opportunity to grow within your culture. Correct. And that person very much can go from ground level mm-hmm to middle management, to CEO one day, because here was my rule. You know who I wanted to hire? Mm. Somebody that I saw that would be able to take my job. Uh, Yeah. A lot of people would be intimidated by that. I don't want, I do. Yeah. For the simple fact that, A, I'm not promised tomorrow. If I walk out of this building and I'm not able to make it back tomorrow, not a problem. But that's what a real leader is. Yes. A real leader is supposed to find the next generation. Right. The next leader. Right. And not be intimidated. And see. When I, I when I grow somebody, oh. that's, it, it, if you're going to have any moment of selfishness, that's it. Look what I, I helped grow and mold the next leader. Because you were a coach. Because, yeah. Because like, that's, that's exciting. what we do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we get happy about it. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't get a bonus for it. No. But, like, literally. It's a mental bonus. <laughs> you know, I, you're just happy. I, I've you did seen it. somebody weak. Yeah, I've seen them grow, and yeah. then all of a sudden, it could be months, it could be a year. Yeah, and from a distance, I saw, yeah. I've, I've seen this person multiple. Yeah, take control of a situation where I know the yeah. person that at the very beginning would not have been able to do that. Yeah, and I've got in my car. Yeah, and just yes, like. It, it was feeling. like a victory because I realized that not only did they overcome for for our vision, our company, yeah, in their own life, mm. outside of us, yeah, of the job, yeah, what have they been able to conquer? Yeah, it, you know that that just man that excites me. This is where so. I have a couple things I like yes, to hit please. on. So this is an awesome conversation. So I think if you heard in my last podcast, I've talked about something I've implemented in the hospital and that I'm writing a book about is leading with grace. Yes. Right. And that's what, exactly what that is. Yes. To me, what you're saying, thank you for that. Yes. That was very kind of you to say that. What I call that is, is, is grace, yes. right? Grace is something that's not earned. No. It's given. And I think that that is what I have done and I have asked my team to do, and thank goodness they've bought into that, Mm -hmm. is that we need to give our employees some grace, Mm -hmm. right? We can't expect them to be perfect. No. We have to give them grace in the areas that they are weak and let's let's say it's okay. Mm -hmm. Let's try to work on that. Don't expect them to be great, but, you know, I think it's important to be transparent and tell them where we think the weakness is. Chances are they know that. They do. You know, and here's where we're giving you some grace on that. And let's work together. Let's make that your weakness a strength, right? Right. So that's what I call that. The other piece is, is that person that you just talked about was me. Yes. I wasn't one of those guys that grew up in a very wealthy family and and was super smart. And I didn't go to college till I was 29. Right. 
right? Um, I was in learning disabilities. I mm-hmm. was made fun of. I couldn't read. I was, I mean, I, sure. we got a whole nother podcast. I can tell you about my childhood, mm-hmm. right? That was a mess. And I was not given those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So one of the reasons why I do this is I know what it's like. Mm-hmm. I've been there, done that. Yeah. If you go back to anybody from my childhood and mm-hmm. tell them where I'm at right now, they mm-hmm. would all laugh their butts off. Yeah, Josh is CEO of a hospital. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Him, he's a, he's a he's a dummy, right. right? He couldn't even read, right? Um, so I don't ever want anybody to go through that. Yeah. So I want to play a part as their leader in a small portion of their life mm-hmm. to show them their value, right? Okay, now. This is where I think leadership needs to change. We've talked about this. If you're going down this path and want me to stop talking, uh, uh, tell me. No, please. Um, the approach that I have taken with with all of my my employees is we have said, we want you to do these amazing things when you come here. Mm-hmm. You have problems at home. Mm-hmm. You have problems out in the world. Do me a favor. <clears throat> leave your crap at the door. Mm-hmm. Come in here. Put a smile on your face. Be perfect. Right. And then go back out at the end of the shift, pick up your crap and go home. Yeah. That doesn't work. Never works. It never works. In today's world, especially in today's yeah. world, yeah, you're dreaming. You, right. And, and, and that is where I think leaders have failed in the past. Okay. Because they've created an unrealistic expectation. You got it. So what I have done and I have my, my team has bought into it is we talk to our new employees and say, bring your crap in here. Mm-hmm. Now, with that, be careful, right? Yes. But what we mean by that is, is I can't expect you to be what I want you to be here and and help with bring the the high quality of care and, and the positive atmosphere and a positive culture when you have so much weighing you down. Right. So what we are telling you is we have an open door policy. It's not just a fancy word or no. saying. We literally have it. When you're here at work and you feel like you're being drugged down because of your own personal issues mm-hmm. and you just can't put that smile on your face, mm-hmm. I need you to stop what you're doing, mm-hmm. come into my office, we can talk. Mm-hmm. Cry, mm-hmm. laugh, scream, you can cuss. I don't care what you do. Whatever. There's a there's a perspective to that, right, that we have we have to be careful from an HR standpoint on how far we go with that, sure. obviously. I'm sure. But if I can help you, I will. Right. If all it is is for you to cry on my shoulder, I'm here. Right. I have been on my hands and knees in my office before with grown men and grown women crying with some of the most terrible things that are going on in their personal lives Mm -hmm. that after 15 minutes of that, Mm -hmm. they give me a hug and say thank you, and they went out and killed it. You know why that's probably important to you to do that? And I know it is to me, and I, I, I feel it from you. You know that there's a point in your belief system that uh, your Lord and Savior mm. walked mm. into the path of trouble. Yep. Had many options to go around. Yep. Chose not to. Yeah. And, you know, leaders that like the title. Yeah. But they are scared to walk right in the path because when you've hired the person, you took the responsibility for the person. Yes. And I've not met one person yet. I met some great people. Never met one person without baggage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. When I meet that person, I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. I know in the morning when I wake up, I'm not omnipotent. Right. 
I'm not all knowing. Yep. And, you know, there have been times mm. in my growth yeah. as, as a person. And it just happens to be as a leader because I grew more as a person before I ever grew as a leader. Sure. That their problem that has got them on their hands and knees that they can't get through, I may have a very simple solution. I may have that extra 20 bucks. Yeah. Okay. I may know the tire guy. Yeah. I may know the new apartment complex that's opening that nobody knows about. I always tried to keep real world situations Mm -hmm. and know that even the most powerful of people Mm -hmm. will be faced with those challenges. Mm -hmm. And one thing with leadership, and I've heard you speak on this and it's a topic that I train on all the time. It's lonely. Now, mm. that goes with every aspect of the job within a company because if yep. you're an owner, even if you're if you're on ground level starting, but you come in as an owner, yeah. you're also going to hit that loneliness, okay? Yeah. Where I have tried to place myself mm. in the loving arms of HR yeah. you know, <laughs> is to know that I am strong enough to tell you that I've been weak too. Oh, yeah. I'm strong enough to tell you to be vulnerable. that what you are facing, mm-hmm. whether it be a financial crisis, whether it be a family crisis, whether it be anything, insert here. Yeah. Do you want to hear my story? Yep. Because I've been there. Yeah. See, I too grew up in a situation where I I was lucky. I had I had good parents, mm-hmm. but everything I had to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in high school, I was working in a mill. I loved it. I met some of the best people, the best character of work. Yeah, ethic. They were proud mm-hmm. to have a job. Yeah, it wasn't work. It was a way of providing life. Yeah. See, it, it, the 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 whistle still blew at this. Mm-hmm. This was back. I'm not trying to date myself. We're gonna say like late eighty, late eighties, yeah. early nineties. Okay. So there's still a mill village where people would still walk into it. I just happened That's to work great. what they called a mini shift. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I was loading yarn because I was too young to actually drive anything. Sure. And to keep up with these krillers, these were ladies in their 60s that if I let it run out, mm-hmm. they'd lose their mind on mm-hmm. me. They taught me how to be very good, very fast, read the numbers properly, do not mix up their yarn, Yeah. but also how they could be effective leaders. They, they had worked there 30 and 40 years, mm-hmm. but they showed me how to lead with compassion yeah. and strength. Yep. To make me get the job done, but adequately award me for the job I did. Yeah. And praise me in front of the right people to praise me. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. They taught me that sometimes as a leader, Mm -hmm. you can offer me as much money as you want. means nothing Mm -hmm. without you giving me recognition for 
yeah. something that may have even gone unnoticed by most yep. was noticed by <clears throat> you. Yeah. And these the these ladies that probably most are not alive anymore. Yeah. I can say this. And they probably never made over $20,000 a year at their highest. Mm-hmm. Were the most effective leaders because their job, mm-hmm. that task was critical that they have it done correctly. And I don't know if you've ever saw somebody in a krilling. It's two rails with like a hundred different pieces of yarn that had to stay tied together all the time. And they're constantly walking up and down, tying them, tying them, tying wow. them. So nothing runs out to a beam of yarn that could take 10 hours. Wow. And these folks shaped me hmm. to now when I walk in to a community, hmm. how to lead. Yeah. Because I don't care what my title is. Right. Yeah. Me neither. I don't care what my paycheck is to them. Right. My family, it matters. Sure. Yeah. But I can tell you this. I have been there. Yeah. I did not get there by privilege. Yeah. Yeah. So I let them know up front that. If you think you're coming here because you have that degree, like we talked about, Mm -hmm. or you have a fancy title, Mm -hmm. and you're going to not be willing to take the mop, Mm -hmm. or you're not going to be willing to do whatever, Mm -hmm. job description plus, then you're not the right person. Because at the end of the day, that's your team, which is a direct reflection of you or me. Yeah. And, and you're spot on. And that's, and I, I present that on day one yes. of orientation because I also think it's important to be transparent with everybody. You have to be. And I've said at the end of it, so everything that you all have just heard me talk about, the culture, the fact that we are one team, if that piece of paper is on the ground, I don't care if you're a nurse, if you're a CEO, it is your job to pick that up, not EVS. It's all of us, right? If everything I just said to you doesn't align with your personal core values, this might not be the best place for you. Right. That doesn't make you a bad person. No. But I'd rather let that be thrown on the table now, and I'll help you find a new job, but I don't want us to go down the road in six months and you say, this isn't for me. No. And I think it's about laying out clear expectations, a clear vision for culture, and letting them know that you're gonna be held to those expectations. Yes. And letting them know that if you're not aligned with this now, it's better off to go now than later. <laughs> and we, you see, the, you get the product. And, and, <laughs> you and the you product. know, the, the end result the product that I have that, that, that I could sum up for you, mm-hmm. it seemed that everybody was responsible for everybody. Yes. It seemed like even your, when I say entry level, I use that yeah. just as a generalized term. Yeah. Your entry level is managing your top level as your top level is managing your entry level. Oh, yeah. Because everybody wants to ensure ownership yeah. of that building because I like to call it they're holding the bag. Yeah. They're protecting yeah. what means something to them because the culture allows them yeah. f- for that piece of real estate yeah. to actually mean something to them. Yeah. And, you know, you have those people that will – wear your brand mm-hmm. proudly into s- the gas station, yep. into somewhere else. Yep. 
or you can choose to have a brand where they'll change and not be seen in their scrubs or their uniforms. Yep. That's not your culture. No. This pride. Yep. And it's from the front door to the back. Mm-hmm. Everything about it was awesome. That's why I knew I said, okay, this guy, this guy is the real deal. Thank you, sir. He, he cares. So it, so I have no problem truly if somebody, you know, and they will, I, that's what I love about having a career in this industry. Yeah. I'll get phone calls every day of my life, Yeah, especially with rehab and something yeah. to do with, with older individuals and incidents happening. And I mean, it's just, a, it's part yeah. of, of aging. Yeah. Um, I've now have somewhere that I can freely without any bias. I mean, uh, the wonderful part about, about this podcast and this table. Yeah. Uh, I did not, you did not come up to me and say, Hey, can I be on your show? Right. Hey, can we exchange money? This is not an ad for you. Right. No, this is a show that I like to bring on things that I spotlight that I see that I notice that is a game changer. Yeah. yeah. And you know what is special about it being the game changer and you would expect and you hope, you have competition. Yeah. You're going to make them have to up their game. It'd be better. And the awesome yeah. part about it is, at the end of the day, even their patients mm-hmm. will be treated better by your culture. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So technically, yeah. that's how you shake the industry. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think we've talked about that, too. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I think that... It's all of us. Yes. You're right. You said competition. Do we have competition technically from a business standpoint? Yes. yes I we love do. it. I, I, I love the it's word, healthy. But at the same time, I understand there's a place for each. Right. It's it's healthy. It could be financial. It could be, yeah. you know, whatever whatever reason, right. location, right. like we said. Exactly. But but a friendly competition is this. I don't want to play an unworthy opponent. Right. No, absolutely. It's a great so if yeah. I've got to teach you this game called basketball, yeah, it's not going to be any fun. This is me. This yeah. is who Andy is, right? Yeah. I will take <clears throat> five days to show you everything I know, and I'm probably the worst player ever, right? <laughs> to show you everything I know, yeah, honestly, of what I know, and be yeah. transparent with you about what I know. So all of a sudden, when we do start to play, we can have a good, nice game. And then guess what? We're we're allies too. Right. Off the court. Right. Because if I learn of something coming down the pipeline, right. Or I hear something or see new technology, I can come to a podcast or come to a table mm-hmm. and I freely share it. Mm-hmm. Because I know, sure, I got the information first. Sure. I'm cutting edge because I'm working sure. a little harder, yeah. digging a little further. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's about the patient. Mm. And regardless if that patient's in Pennsylvania, yeah. yep. if that patient's in Greenville, I want to make it better for the patient yeah. in general because you know what? That patient could be you and I or one of our loved ones. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and we've lost that in yeah. healthcare. We've lost it. We've lost the fact that that person that's in that bed is a human being. Yes. <clears throat> we are looking at it as a number and a dollar sign. And <clears throat> this is not by any means me bashing anybody in healthcare. No, it's, it's just, just the reality. Truth. <laughs> it's I just mean, the truth. You know, let's you know, so that's what, you know, I have asked my, my team and they've, they've bought in is that I want our hospital to be a community hospital. Yes. We don't have an OR. Yes. We don't have an emergency room. I get that. 
but you can still be a community hospital sure. where guess what? All of you mm-hmm. that are our partners in the community, mm-hmm. my home is your home. All right. When our patients come in our hospital, mm-hmm. that is their home. They're mm-hmm. part of that family. And that is the culture that we have built and we will continue to build. And you know, having the 30 of you all mm-hmm. show up the other day for that, that networking awesome. event was amazing. Mm-hmm. And getting to see some of you, which are competitors, mm-hmm. sure, we're all bought in for the betterment of who? The patient. The patient. And that's that's what I want. And I feel like things like this, people yes. like you, um, that that approach to healthcare is where we need to start focusing on. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping other healthcare systems will jump on board with that because they're going to have to. They're going to have to because guess what? We're all fighting for the same people. Mm-hmm. And you said something earlier. If mm-hmm. I can hit real quick that I really enjoyed is you said you know <clears throat> most people don't care about the money. Well, guess what? This pandemic mm-hmm. has really shown the fact that money is not number one anymore. No, I mean people just aren't going to work. No, so if they feel safe. Mm-hmm. If they feel loved, mm-hmm. if they feel cared, I tell my employees I love them. Mm-hmm. HR might not like it, but mine does. They don't care. They know where I'm coming from with that. Right. But I love you as a family member, right? right? They want to come to work for something like that. Right. Not so much the dollar anymore. No. So as a healthcare industry, we need to figure out with such a massive shortage, and we're not even at the the, oh. the breaking point yet, you have to figure out what can I do to bring those employees and the good employees to, to our hospital? That's right. To give the best possible care. And, and I, my view, not pushing on others, but my view is giving them the whole experience right. and letting them know that we care about them outside of work. Right. And that we know that they have problems and that we love them and we will be there for them. And guess what? If you make a mistake, we're not just going to come at you and cut your throat. No. Right. No. Sometimes the best of you mm-hmm. comes out of your failures. Mm-hmm. And that's what I teach our mm-hmm. people. And and it just breaks my heart because as a country, we have taken these clinicians that are true heroes in one of the worst moments of our history mm-hmm. and said, you're fired because you won't get a vaccine. Right. I'm not getting into the vaccine battle. That's not what I'm talking no, about. I'm, but, I'm all about the vaccines. Right. right? But- but, you're, wait, you're, I just saved lives and you're kicking me out because I want to get the vaccine. Like, where's the value? Right. Right? You're so, a hero yesterday and you're zero you're today. You're zero today. So that, no matter what side that comes from, I don't want to get into that crap. No. But, <clears> you know. Is going to make the need even more to show that we care about you. Right. Not the nurse. No. You. No. There's someone behind that title. Bingo. And you know something? I do like to say this. Every one of us had a pacifier. Yeah. We all wore diapers. <laughs> yeah. You know, we all ate dirt. Yeah. Um, some of us did some horrible things yeah. worse than others. Yeah. Um, that mold, yeah. if you really narrow it down, which you have, yeah. we all really don't come far from the same tree. No. And we all have it within us. Yeah. We're... And see, I, I do like to you know put this into a bigger perspective. We're the richest country in the world, right? And why, like we talked about earlier, yep. not by chance. Nope. We have evolved. We have evolved. But the road we were going down, where we were becoming not sharing, 
Yep. Not willing to help the farmer across the street. Yep. See, that's when we self-destruct. Yeah. I feel like a new group of leadership is on the rise. I agree. And we have learned, you know, you have to know where you've been to know where you want to go. Yeah. And we are in this very unique age group, let's say, mm-hmm. to, to have seen mistakes yeah. and seen very positive things. Yeah. We've, we've seen history, right? read history. Mm-hmm. We know what it's going to take. We do. We have to be strong enough. And this is crazy because I'm using this same word in, in, in the word strength. And gentle enough mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. And do you know when you make that wall of health care, mm-hmm. do you know how impenetrable it becomes? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, everybody is better. Yeah. Corporations are no longer deep in middle management in a regional capacity mm-hmm. because. They're already the CEO at the building. Right. They're already the employees at within the company. Right. And then they're the employer across the street. See, in healthcare, I've learned the most successful hospitals, the most successful ALFs, CRCFs, mm-hmm. whatever, are the ones that have the network networking. Yep that have the sharing times, that have the Joshes for me to pick up and make a phone call to and say, or just shoot you a text. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't understand this about rehab. What mm-hmm. do you know about this? Right. It may be a three-second, this is what I know. Right. Or call this person. Right. You just helped me become better, mm-hmm. and you did not really take time out of your life. I really did not cause you great distress in doing so. Right. We're simply the new style. Mm-hmm. We're going back to that person. Mm-hmm. I had Dr. Cynthia Smoke on the show. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of grad teaching. Okay. Uh, and I've taught a lot of her classes with her. Okay. And this is what's coming down the pipe. Yeah. Are the strong women and men yep. that are also um, gentle yeah. enough Yep. To say, I don't know everything, Josh. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Yeah. Can you help me be an effective leader? Yeah. Vulnerability. It's awesome. Yeah. Because the power of people. Yeah. The power of a friendship. Yeah. I may not talk to you in three months. Be like, what is this new Medicare thing happening? Yeah. Dude, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Right. But we can discuss it. Right. Right. Because Support one another. When we don't, you know, it's okay to have a. This is why I never script this. Because if you and I agreed on everything, if we literally took everything in life and agreed on everything, blah. Right. It'd be boring. Like, <laughs> why, that would not even be cool. Yeah, no. It's fun for you and I to, to like, have different football teams we like and be sitting yeah. in the same room and, like, dogging and each other. We've lost that. Yes. We've lost that. we got to get that back. That was that was what we – that that's what drove us. Right. And successful wasn't being braggadocious. Right. Okay, successful is me coming over to you for you being invited to iHeartRadio leadership yeah. and me giving you a high five. Right. 
okay? Because I know if I position myself with you properly, that I'm going to get something from that because there was a reason that happened. You did something right somewhere. And you know what? It's not wrong for me to want to know because, you know, there, there is, there is a, uh, um, farmer somewhere in South Carolina that I can guarantee you call somebody in Pennsylvania. Are they competition? Sure. Mm -hmm. Probably, Mm -hmm. but they're not going to let each other fail. No. Healthcare, we're coming back to the basics. Yes. We're becoming human again. Yes. We're understanding what that means. Right. And we're not looking at what is my FTEs. Right. I want to know the name in front of the FTE. Thank you. And that's what's coming back. It is. You know, and, and this pandemic has just been terrible. Yes. But I think that, like I said earlier, every negative, right, there's a positive out of it. Yes. And I think that unfortunately we needed to blow things up before it got better. We did. You know? And and I think we're on the right path. It's going to take some time. It's going to take all of us. It's going to take all of us, but I'm glad you're in Greenville. Thank you. I think that we needed you, Thank you uh, to help us all because I feel like each time we add strength uh, to, to our mission, um, it, it just, we start to see victory. Yeah. A little clearer. Yes. Um, and so it's always good to have somebody like you on our team. Thank you. And, and to get to know. And I'm, I'm sorry Pennsylvania lost you. <laughs> uh, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you are put where you're needed. Uh, yeah. And that's that's very important. I, um, I wish we had more time. Yes. Uh, we could do this. I, I literally got you into three segments. <laughs> because it was, because we just had so much to talk about. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I definitely want to invite you back. I would love to. Uh, Thank uh, you. To continue this uh, more and more. But um, in the meantime, I'm going to post um, Josh's information. Um, I'll post it on the podcast and the websites. Uh, post the hospital's information. Uh, how to get to Encompass Hospital. Uh, it's really not even difficult, guys. It's in Greenville. It's like off the motor mile. Yes. Uh, that's all you really need to know. Um, but we will put everything specific, and I'll get some PDF information from you yeah, later. absolutely. Uh, and we'll share that. We'll put that on uh, Select Care Pharmacy's website okay. uh, so people can easily navigate because, uh, you know, we're in three states, yeah. and, and those people will be coming to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you. And so I definitely want to, you know, help support that. But also you as a person, uh, you know, I want to say thank you um, for for willing to take on that challenge and and be in that lonely space, but yet embrace it and know that it has to be done. And if someone has to step into right into the line, you can't avoid it forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so that's that's what I call a real trooper. Thank you. Um, well, but, and, and that goes back to you. Thank you for all that you do. Uh, you know, no, this is this is what we need. We have to have conversations. Um, you know, I, this this was my answer to my pandemic story. Yeah, that's awesome. I, you know, I've always thought outside the box. Yeah. And the question was aligned to me is real simple. Yeah. Andy, how do you get in front of people when you can't get in front of people? Yeah. Well, I heard everybody whining. Yeah. Like we can't. We can't. I, I said, I can, yeah. I'll find a way. Yeah. Um, so I called the owner of my company and said, Hey, let's do a podcast yeah. called sit and spin studios. Yeah. They're like, Hey, let's do it. Now we're in front of people. That's great. They can hear this. That's great. And you know, they're going to have questions for us. Yeah. Um, feel free. Um, 
as I say on every show, you can always go to Andy at selectcarerx.com. Send me a question. If you need to know anything about Encompass Health Hospital, Josh, Josh's story, uh, you want to ask Josh questions, uh, you may want him to speak. Um, believe me, you, you would want him to speak to your to your group of folks. He, he has a, a large amount of staff, and you may only have 10 or 12, but he can bring something to the table. Uh, we have to share um, because all of us need strength for our patient at the end of the day. Uh, I thank you again for coming. Thank you, Andy. Uh, I know that we'll be speaking again. Absolutely. Uh, you'll be definitely back on the show, especially as you continue to grow. Things yes. are going to get cool and fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thank um, you. Next episode won't be so serious. We're going to talk about the <laughs> we're going to talk about the funny side of uh, of your uh, first responder day. Let's do it. Uh, I, I got the, lots oh, of stories. I got stories. <laughs> uh, but once again, yeah. guys, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. I hope uh, today's show brought you some really good information. Uh, and like I said, contact me. Contact Josh. The information will be up if you have any questions whatsoever. And until next time, God bless. Thank you. Thank you for listening to We Think, We Talk. All information discussed on this show is for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your medical or healthcare professional for more medical advice.